COVID famously not really giving me the work. I'm yeah, COVID doesn't really affect you. You've had it a bunch, but uh, you don't. <laughs> it comes over, but it doesn't do anything. <laughs> That's right. Brunch, hit it, boys. The streak continues. We have now gone officially over a month recording only one episode in person because this remains remote because while I have broken free from the shackles of the what would what, what would this disease be called a respiratory what what you have it you should know what what is it a virus. He has COVID now. An, uh, an oft-referred-to virus. Oh, thank you. I know it's a virus. <laughs> I don't know. A respiratory, I, a contagious respiratory that, virus? I don't know. That requires anybody to know anything about COVID, and nobody knows anything. Correct. And also contagious and virus, uh, I believe, would be a little redundant. True. Um, yeah, This, but this, uh, the, the Omerion variant uh, seems to be the... Omicron. No, Omarion. First of all, it's Omarion. Is that are you referencing yes, the, the singer? singer? Yeah. Yeah. Who had to come out yes. and say I am not a dude, uh we'll talk about how you, yeah, Pete for sure has COVID, but uh we'll talk yeah. about that in a for second. For the second time uh, in five months. Hey. Just operating at an incredible pace. The it, the I, the contagious respiratory disease so nice he had it twice an all time um, record for just like starting off your your New Year's plans getting off to a horrible start I woke up on January first first thing in the morning was like oh I don't feel great let me take this at home COVID test first thing that the the New Year had in store for me was a positive COVID test literally the first thing yeah that's no good I mean not to say it could be worse <laughs> it, you could get it on christmas day true you could test positive on christmas day listen, causing listen though if none of your loved ones to see each other listen you don't want to get into a pissing match of like who's had the the, the worst month <laughs> this is covid straight this is strictly covid <laughs> this is strictly COVID. we don't get to go farther back no peds um but to, taking a little detour from the covid talk we're gonna have to get into it but um on the subject of singers being in the news, did you see what happened with Jason Derulo? Yes. Yes. Did you uh, see the video? No, I didn't see the video, but I did see that uh, somebody called him Usher, or a couple of fellas called him Usher, and it did not go over well. I believe they said, yo, Usher, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> and so when I saw it, it, was like, I saw the headline, it was like, Jason Derulo fights fans after they call him Usher. And I'm like... All right. I mean, first of I all, I need more details on this. It could just be these people are stupid. But I mean, but I mean, first of all, they're clearly not fans if they're calling him Usher. No, they it don't could be Usher fans. Well, if they say, "Hey, Usher, fuck you, bitch," that doesn't sound like they're Usher fans. Maybe they're just too comfortable. Oh, they think that they're boys. They think that they're right. Yeah. They're like, I got all of his stuff. <laughs> he knows that. It's like when you listen to your favorite podcast, and you're like, hey, these are my friends, and they're like, I don't fucking know you. Right. Shout out to all the brunch listeners. Shout out all y'all. But yeah, they said, uh, hey, Usher, F-U-B, and Jason Derulo, 
showed him up real close how he that he is not Usher because they had Jason Derulo right in their faces beating him up. Did he uh, did he give him the work? The what? The work. <laughs> give him the work. Yeah, I'm not sure I get that reference. I think that I uh, know really Usher's right. catalog better than Jason Derulo's. <laughs> it's not exactly a reference. It's just did he beat him up? Yeah, that's that's give him the work. I, I don't. People I don't, say that. I, I I don't know. I mean, I think I it's, know it like, sounds pretty cool. If people don't say it, they should start. Yeah, if you just coined that, if that's just like a COVID uh, phrase, then it seems that cool. would, It just sounds cool. Like, and it seems very. Um, has a lot of uses. You could just yeah, for a lot of things. You should give them the work. You should tweet, man. COVID's given me the work. Stay safe out there, everybody. And just and just like kind of keep my eyes peeled and, and see if people respond to it, being like, "The fuck this is this guy talking about with giving giving the work?" Post like a bed selfie that's like, "COVID really giving me the work here." COVID famously not really giving me the work. I'm yeah. COVID doesn't really affect you. You've had it a bunch, but uh, you don't. <laughs> it comes over, but it doesn't do anything. That's right. Uh, I've had it twice, and I've had like just two days of feeling anything. I probably sound I sound a little stuffy right now. I think though. Yeah, it could also just be that. I mean, it's probably COVID, but it could be. Who knows? Maybe you're tired. Maybe it's late. Just I mean, a general sadness. You've done. You've done well with with COVID. You're a, uh, I would say you're a notable COVID warrior. You've hell yeah. You beat it once. I think that you're kind of giving it the work right now. That's right. Because you don't have you had night sweats? I have not. Man, so you you never had to question whether or not you pissed? <laughs> nope, nope. Wow. <laughs> Just other than when I actually did piss, I was like, oh shit, did I piss? And then it turns out I did. Everybody that's gotten COVID, and but for real right now, everybody has COVID. Yeah. First question I ask them, I'm like, night sweats? And a lot of them say, yeah. I, did, I, got, him, yes. I got him the, uh, I I got him the, uh, the first time that I had it. Uh, Interesting. No, I, I got it. I actually got the night sweats the, uh, the, the night that I got the vaccine. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, can you name two Omarion movies? Uh, I'm going to say Stomp the Yard. Is he in Was Stomp he the in Yard? Stomp the Yard? I've not seen Or You Stomp Got Served? Yard. Is he in one of you those? You Got Served is correct. Okay. He was in You Got Served. Did he die in You Got Served? Well, yeah, I think he got served. They gave him the work. Ooh, they gave him the work. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What, was, uh, was Omarion related to Tia and Tamara? Or am I thinking about no. somebody else? That's that's Taj Maori. Right? Yeah, but I thought that there was like a some relation. I thought that Omarion was related oh, to let's somebody. See. Uh I'm just gonna pull out I'll, I'll just go there. Let's go to the source. Let's okay. pull up Omarion's uh Omar first of all, Omarion's you know what his name is? No. His name is Omari. Oh, okay. And his last name is the best last name I've ever heard in my life. And um, I can't believe that he just doesn't go by his name. This man's name is Omari Grandberry. Ooh. That's Grandberry's that's way incredible better. name. Omari Grandberry is is a way cooler name than Omarion. 
Yes, let's see. Okay, his um, well, his, his associated acts are B2K. I would hope he was in B2K. Okay, but I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing any Tia. I did Control F Tia. <laughs> okay, and only, there was only one result on his Wikipedia page, and it was part of the word substantial. Famously. Substantial has a, that run, yes. TIA, and then it uh, it takes an L. All right, maybe I just uh, maybe I'm just f- fucked it up. Let me see. Does Tia and T- Tamara do they have any notable relatives other than is it Taj Maori time? I am really clunky on my. I don't even know when. They, I mean, they sister sister was probably like ninety five. Uh, it might it might have started around then, but it it had a run deeper than that. Because I remember it, and I I wouldn't remember it being like four years old. Okay, Taj Maori. Is indeed an American actor. He's the younger brother of identical twins, Tia Maori and Tamara Maori. Uh, Tia's married, by the way, so fellas, back off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't even think gonna... about it. Unless, yeah. unless, nice unless they swing that way. In which case, good for them. You're probably thinking, hey, that's all right. She's got a very pretty sister. Yeah, well... You're going to have to talk to Adam Housley about that because he's been married to Tamara <laughs> since 2011. I love so. the idea of just like picking up celebrities that we haven't thought about in a long time and being like, hey, you thinking about dating this person? Are they available? <laughs> Absolutely not. Mind your own business. Don't even Sorry. think about it. That can be this episode. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, we could talk about Father John Misty, Josh Tillman. Did you wear Thinking that? About, did you wear the hat on purpose? Kind of, kind of. He's got new material coming out. You know that? Yeah, not a second too, uh, second too soon. Boy, have I, I missed that guy. If there's been two years that Father John Misty has been fucking needed, it's been the past two years. So, like the fact that that man has just been in the lab cooking up something over the past two years, yeah, is it's hilarious. So- it's so funny that he was, we've probably talked about this before, but like he was just like churning out classics, putting them out every year. And the one time <laughs> he goes away for a little bit, the world shuts down. But it was also a very appropriate time to like, I listened to pure comedy so much at the beginning of the pandemic. Cause I was like, it was don't look up before don't look up where you're like, this is exactly what people do um i think everybody kind of had uh from what i remember everybody kind of had their uh their pandemic artists at the very beginning and then there and then people were like oh so this isn't just like this isn't just like a a phase this is life now so i guess i guess i should listen to everything but i think everybody had their pandemic artist or artists at the very beginning yeah mine was bony bear yeah my biggest one was uh smoking pot that was my biggest (laughs) pandemic artist hell yeah smoked a lot of pot at the beginning of the pandemic and just i mean because all i did was listen to music so 
I would do like just listen to. I read a lot, listened to the Eagles a bunch, um, wrote a shitload of songs about Martha's Vineyard, famously ate bagels, drank beer. That was the. I had a. I think everyone had a depressing beginning of the pandemic, but I think you either. Was, I think you either embrace it or it was really depressing. Yeah, and, and at some point those things f- flip flopped. Where wherever you everybody's experienced both sides, but uh, you know some people started out appreciating it a bit more than others did. I yeah. speaking of of the old pot, by the way, I'm very excited to uh, smoke pot to get into that and then try the Beatles and the sleepover stream. Yes, we're getting close. We are getting we're close. close. We're getting close. I, I won't be able very to. Excited. I won't be able to join you there. I don't know why. I haven't for whatever reason. I haven't smoked pot in like. Probably going on like seven months right now. That's crazy. I don't know. No I just gummies like, either. No gummies. No Damn. nothing. So if I've done a read about like any gummies, I've been lying. <laughs> so how about that? Famously, we to this. famously we 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 like to lie occasionally. Famously, we we also jerk sponsors around. So yes, uh, you tried to pull a fast one on me with a classic lie. Uh, oh last yeah, I did weekend. an old school lie. Yeah. yeah, what was it? What you you did? said that you got uh, tickets to the Patriots game. You had a suite for the Patriots Jaguars <laughs> game, and you were like, "Hey, want to go to the ja- uh, Pats game? I got a suite for Sunday." And I was like, "I got COVID," and you were like, "Ah, shit, that doesn't even work. I was lying. Fuck." <laughs> oh, was the? Did we know that you had COVID at that part point? Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday. You told me Saturday was uh, that was New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit. And I also felt bad immediately not to go pre-COVID, not to break the rules of our COVID one-upping each other. But I was like, ah, maybe like, hey, want to have a guaranteed fun day? Just kidding. It can't happen. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, that is pretty fucked up. (laughs) I don't know. I was like, I was like, yeah. It's like this might make him smile. I do to each other. Yeah, I think this will make his day gonna toss a little lie his way he's gonna have a little egg on his face i uh, um, no, it's not happening oh and you have covid i can't do anything anyway huh okay cool no, joke no, no i i um the way that it turned out i actually felt better that you were lying because i would have felt shitty knowing that i couldn't have gone and it yeah, would have been a fun see, fun day you don't want to see good things happen to me right now you don't want to see like me or not, any of your friends. That's not what I'm saying. Themselves. That's not what I'm saying. I don't want to feel like I'm missing I out. I don't want to feel like I'm missing out on a good time. But I think it's a human. I think it's a human thing for you to get some of that 2017 Gordon Hayward, 2018 Gordon Hayward, where no, you're like, no, it, it wouldn't necessarily make me feel good if if I can't do it. I don't want. Th- anybody no, no like the, the else to do th- it this happened with the revolution game a couple months ago like i couldn't go because i had a covid scare and like i've this this man is just absolutely Yo. cornering the market on covid scares and covid over the past few months and yeah. it's absurd because Giving i don't go work, anywhere <laughs> it's not like i'm out there partying i'm not doing anything and i'm somehow ending up with all these scares and whatever uh but no well you go you went to the revolution game the playoff game and I didn't, maybe it's because I didn't fully care about the revolution, but like, 
I didn't. I, I was happy that you guys got to go and you got to enjoy a fun game that ended up not being so fun at the end of it. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it, was a good, it was a good game COVID before three. they lost, though. It was like a it was a classic match. It was a great time. Yo, my uh, my Chelsea. Uh, what are we called? The Blues? The Blues. Yeah. Yeah. Famously big Chelsea fan. You'll never walk um, alone. They had a uh, little COVID scare. Not COVID scare, but they had a scare where their best player was like, yo, I fucking hate this team. <laughs> and they were like, okay, well, then you're not playing. And I was like, well, this isn't good. But there's been apologies and everything, it seems, is okay. Did I summarize that correctly? I have no idea what this situation is. You know, uh, Lukaku. The- oh, Romeo Lukaku? Said, yeah. He said something about, he was like bitching about the coach. And then they didn't play him for the last game. And they tied... Liverpool, they drew against Liverpool. Uh, Christian Pulisic, who I've got back there, scored a goal. Anyway, who fucking cares? Um, <laughs> the only player look, that I care about hating his team this week is Antonio Brown, which the Antonio Brown discourse is quite selective. Really maddening. Like I kind of want to stay out of it because it, it just turns into everybody's judging each other. So much. And I, I mean, there have been some like real dickish like, ooh, I guess you're an expert on mental health if you're worried about the guy. Like, no, but I'm just worried. about. I, I want him to be OK. I don't want him to be an yeah. asshole. I, it, the, I saw Big Cat kind of do say that. that like someone's doing something. And it's like it is possible that you're just hoping that shit's OK. Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked about this before. It's like you can you can say that a guy's being an asshole and acting like an asshole while also still wanting them to get help. And I think you yeah, said this, so, and you said this, with the goal of not acting like an asshole. Because that my, That's my hope, yes. Yes, yeah. With the goal of not acting like an asshole, because you can be an asshole with, with problems and issues, and if you address those issues, there's a good chance you're not going to continue acting like an asshole and continuing to hurt people. Right. And or yourself. So much, you, wa- you watch the video of... Mike Evans going up to him and like legitimately trying to help yeah, him. Yeah, right. Being like, dude, that's this fr- isn't what you want to do. And he still goes off and. That's the frustrating loses. thing with Antonio Brown is that like he seemingly has people in his life that are trying to look out for him. Like Tom Brady has famously been in Antonio Brown's corner for years at this point and is trying to get that guy. The, the structure or, like, the, the support system, seemingly, yeah. that he needs. And he's going to bat for him. And, like, it looked like Mike Evans was, too. And it just it just isn't fully clicking, I guess. But Whatever I also he think needs, he's also, not getting it. Right. And I think that, like, that is... You can... I get, like, people I like, too. People, people I like and really respect were, like, being super judgmental about this idea of... Saying like, yo, all right, we all can can we all acknowledge something's wrong with this person? It's so, oh well, then I guess that you're this. Blah, blah, blah. It's like clearly he's not getting what he needs yeah. because I don't like. There's the whole thing of like maybe he's just an asshole, and and it, yes, it does maybe make me he uncomfortable. Is just an asshole, but like I know a lot of assholes, and their behavior isn't that erratic, right? And 
I mean, it does make me slightly uncomfortable when people do like the immediate jump to CTE, and, and that like, and that that well, goes that's stupid, and that goes across <laughs> that goes across the board with like anything too, because a lot of people do that with like hockey and shit, and like, yeah, I'm like, I know that there are there's He's CTE. Still alive. We can't know if he has CTE, right, so yeah. like that is it is a silly thing don't, to jump to. Yeah, right. Yeah, don't jump to that. Just jump to like, hey, this guy's either going through shit or has issues that he hasn't identified in himself and isn't addressing in himself and he is er behaving erratically and hurting himself and hurting other people around him. Yeah. What disappoints me too is like, I think that people don't actually inadvertently, they don't root for all to be well. I think they more root root for for like an argument to exist. I think that, yeah. And a train wreck. People love a train wreck. And so if, if you say, look, I hate all these things that this guy has done. And, like, I think that Antonio Brown is a fucking asshole. Like, clearly. Yeah. And I think that he needs a lot of help. So when I say that, someone can be like, oh, so really? You're just going to dismiss, like, all these terrible things that he's done? Like, clearly, I'm not. I'm just I'm saying that I think he's an asshole. Maybe he wouldn't do these terrible things if he got the help that he needs. Yeah, so that I mean, it was I a very say, I will insufferable say, day on uh, the old tweeter. I will say though, objectively funny what happened, what he did, what oh, yeah, he, what the, the he did. The video's yeah. insane. Yeah. The video's absurd. What he did is objectively funny. The it Carl is... Havoc dub over it, very funny. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. There's too much fucking shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was funny when uh, when was it? Vontae Davis did it like uh how oh, many yeah, years ago yeah. but he did yeah. it he did it in silence way funnier when when you do it in public and very yeah, loud the dolphins just went back on the field and they were like oh we don't have as many guys before one of them is uh retired now he doesn't he, he quit football <laughs> he uh he took off his clothes in the locker room and just went out in street clothes love that That's great love that um we've had a you've had a covid breakthrough a breakthrough case because you're all quadruple vaxxed mm-hmm. and still got it. We've had a uh, Patreon breakthrough yes. in that we had a real rush of late 2021 subscriptions to the Patreon. And want to thank everybody who I, I should have pulled it up by name and shouted them out by name. Maybe that can be a thing we do, too. When you subscribe to the Patreon, we shout you out by first name. We don't want to dox anybody. That's right. But... Um, a little inside Patreon here. At the end of every month, please don't get any ideas if you're an existing subscriber. Don't get any ideas from this. But at the end of every month, you lose some patrons because cards are declined or subscriptions run out or whatever. So the number always goes down at the beginning of the month. And we were coming up on... We wanted to get to around 300 soon. Because 300 is near 350, and 350 is the sleepover stream. And we were at 286 patrons. And due to some COVID boredom, after a couple of new patrons came up, those patrons received nice notes because somebody was bored with COVID. So then other people started signing up, and like all the new patrons just ended up being so cool to each other that it just became this like 
thing of people coming and we got up to 300 we were at 300 i think 24 patrons so we picked up i can't do that math it's like 30 maybe i don't know who cares um but got a bunch of new patrons now with the month changing we're now at like 305 or something so a bunch dropped off uh, uh, unfortunately but we are now going to send nice notes to new patrons and I've been chipping away. I've been like just going through random existing patrons and just sending them a nice note. Uh, the nice note thing is a fun experience on there and you guys have been shooting nice notes back at us and now Patreon's just turned into this little club where we say nice things to each other. So if you want to join that party, patreon.com slash listen to brunch, yeah. uh, we're going to have a father John Misty episode on Friday because we can't do tomato fights again. <laughs> Because we have to do these things remote um, while COVID uh, kills us. But the Patreon is really, like, bussing right now. I know. I'm very, very excited about it. And I uh, I got it in on the action a little bit. I didn't send any notes. So I'm sorry. Uh, maybe at some point down the line. I did I did get in on the action because um, I, I came across uh, the Taylor Swift Spotify version. It was like a Spotify single of Delicate this week which I had yeah. not heard before, and oh boy, did I love it. And so I was like, I don't, nobody seems to care whenever I share like, hey, really loving this song, like on Twitter. It's it, it, For like all the things that Twitter is into, taking like music suggestions or like, hey, like, hey really into this song, for some reason, Twitter is just like, very cool, fucking take it somewhere else, pal. So I did take it somewhere else. I took it to Patreon, and it was i'm hey i'm listening to this song so there's there's definitely more of like patreon seems like a better place to do stuff like that and we've just been like kind of throwing out questions or just whatever is on our mind that isn't necessarily uh an episode or Mm -hmm. something but just like hey like this is kind of what we're thinking this is a random thing that you're right that like if it were a tweet it would get met, met with like, uh, whatever. But like, if you're really feeling a song or something, throw it out there. Just be like, yo, just making sure everybody knew this. Uh, so Father Don Misty has the new episode uh, or the new song out Wednesday night. We're recording this, or I guess Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. I don't know. If you yeah, know whatever. Midnight. Works, yeah, yeah. I, I still have COVID. Um, but we're going to have the Friday episode be discussing that song as well as some fun father john misty stuff think like the heim episode that we did recently there'll be a lot of misty related goodies in that episode i'll also put on the patreon i have like 35 different introduction to father john misty playlists that i've made and i've made them for specific people because i'll know that like all right this song will grab this person and then I'll put these other ones. So I always sequence them in that order or whatever, but I can make some sort of composite version of that playlist and I'll put it on the Patreon in case anybody hasn't totally gotten into father John Misty. He's got a new album coming out on April 8th, Chloe in the next 20th century. It's going to be out on sub pop records. Uh, And we're just going to be talking about father John Misty in the coming months and stuff. He's going to be top of mind as well as us getting COVID. So I feel like if you're not into Misty, it'd be a good time to get into that. So there'll be stuff on the old Patreon, patreon.com slash listen to brunch. Appreciate all the new people coming on. And I'll say this, none of the nice notes have been repeats. I take great wow. pride in that. There's been like no snowflakes. 
Like, it, wow, yeah. and that's the first time in like three years that snowflakes has not been used as a derogatory term. They're yeah. like snowflakes. They're all unique. I, I have called a few the new patrons snowflakes. Like in a, in a non-derogatory? Derogatory. Oh, in a derogatory way? Why? Like, what took you so long, snowflake? Uh, Some, okay. Like stuff like that. You like, hey, I've seen you tweeting at us for like a couple of years now. We've been tweeting about the Patreon. What's going on, soy boy? I was gonna. I was literally just gonna say we should start bringing back some of the uh, some of the the um, insults that were popular like three years ago, like soy boy beta cuck. Yeah, right. Soy boy beta cuck is the just best. an all timer. The best. That's I. Uh, I feel like I haven't seen an always sunny episode in the last like five years. Yet I have seen every episode where they say soy boy beta cuck. <laughs> uh, I just got a text from my buddy and. He has COVID? <clears throat> no. Um, it's it's one of, like, my only friends from Waltham uh, that listens to Father John Misty. So I guarantee this text is about Father John Misty. Let's see. Ah, there it is. Wait. Father John Misty's official site and store. Oh, yeah. So it's probably just, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's just Chloe in the next 20th century. Yeah. What's the? Let's see this. FatherJohnMisty.com. Oh, you can pre-order now. Yeah, he's... Uh, they got merch and stuff? There's, oh, wow, there's okay. The, uh, there's the album art. Wow, look at this. Look at this unboxing. Hell yeah. There's the... That's a weird album. How do we feel about the album art? I, I mean, I guess we should probably save this for the Father John Misty episode, but... Yeah. It's not quite uh, God's favorite customer. But I, it, would, it would never live up to that. God's favorite customer is iconic yes that's as that's one of the greatest album covers in the world all right so there's a uh ooh, there's a <clears throat> loser edition of the vinyl and it appears that is just the regular the same as the normal vinyl except it's a uh, colored vinyl okay. so perhaps he's saying you're a loser if you get the like <laughs> fancy editions is it any and more expensive? A $78 Chloe in the next 20th century deluxe vinyl box set. I have haven't even looked what that is. And You'll the second I get one. off of this, <laughs> I'm ordering two on the brunch card. <laughs> Hell yeah. We are each <laughs> Merry Christmas. We got Rangers jerseys. I'm definitely buying that crew neck sweatshirt. That is fantastic. Oh, wait, there's merch? Yeah. It, there's a crew neck sweatshirt that just says Father John Misty, and it is awesome wait a oh whoa right i am in the process of buying that one right now <laughs> yo look at the oh there's another father john misty hat you think we're doing a good episode of brunch right now oh yeah podcast <laughs> episode? hell yeah just doing some online shopping at fatherjohnmisty.com yeah what uh what size are you getting you getting a medium of course I guess I shouldn't mm. say, of course, because there was um, a brief moment of my life where I thought that I was transitioning to a small. You had a small scare. Yeah, a small scare. <laughs> but now you've had a medium breakthrough. <laughs> uh, yes, I have bought the uh, the small. Or, no, you, the medium. You already sorry. bought it. Yeah, I bought the medium. Wow. I I mean, if you if you throw a, a good crew neck sweatshirt my way and then include the words Father John Misty on it, I will buy it immediately. As proven yeah. on this episode. I'm going to like pull a crypto person 
and just like immediately email the store and say shipping when w e n <laughs> i am minting this uh this father john misty crew neck sweatshirt yo do you know about crypto bats did i send you that no ozzy osborne is making an nft and there's a video of with sharon and ozzy where sharon is talking about like ozzy wanted to have uh his own nft but he was struggling so much with it i was pretty sure he was ngmi and like what? using all yeah i i should clip it and use it for so many things like sharon osborne saying ngmi and i think that the, the, it uses so much of like the crypto speak like i don't know what the other crypto speak is but when wen is a big one sir ser but yeah there's crypto bats and i'm going to like i'm Whatever money I have left over after this Father John Misty order is going to go to Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to order all this after because I'll be distracted. That would never happen. But big, uh, uh, big trend I've seen recently is uh, the the selling of cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cassette's been back. I. Uh, I haven't listened to a cassette in a long time. Uh, I got no use for it. The The quality is really bad, right? Yeah, it's not you're right. It's it's not good. Yeah. I think that like the packaging of cassettes are cool. Like that's probably where they have the step up on on vinyl is the like the packaging. Yeah. But, and but like nah, the, the quality like, stinks. It's it, they're just like mini little posters to walk around with. Yeah, it's like a tra- a trading card of an album that you like, essentially. Mm-hmm. Which I don't hate. That. I mean, I have some cassettes, and I do have a cassette player that a friend do gave you? me, so I could could listen to a cassette they made. And uh, then I pulled a little trick, which was forgetting to give that cassette player back. So now I do have a cassette player. There you go. I, I mean, I think cassette players are cool. Like the actual like. Um, the act of loading a cassette player is seem it seems pretty cool. Uh, I think the last cassette that I've used was one of those um was one of those cassettes that you that you put in in the car with like the aux cord to use your iPod. I had one of those in high school, and that thing was I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Yo, the seventy eight dollar version of the Misty album comes with a. It comes with a seven inch featuring covers of songs on the album. One of them is Lana Del Rey. Oh wow. Yeah. Lana Del Rey yeah, Lana Del Rey tried to be like Misty's counterpart in pop culture for so yeah. long. But then Phoebe Bridgers was like, yo, get out of here. <laughs> that Not is, that both don't exist is... in their own wonderful spaces, but like as far as like the cynicism yeah, and yeah, like the yeah. the kind of being an a hole goes. Yeah, where did where did Lana Del Rey like go wrong? I guess where Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> where did Phoebe Bridgers kind of capitalize? I don't think that's true. I think Phoebe the, Bridgers I, is like a I lot th- funnier. I think the answer is Twitter. I think the Phoebe Bridgers became like, oh yeah, just use Twitter being like an asshole and like using Twitter like any of us would. 
and yeah. pe- people were like, "Oh, she's just like us, and she hates the world, and like has like this this dark view." And so, like, I think that Lana Del Rey had more of a celebrity vibe, like a big celebrity vibe, and was yeah. less relatable. Yes. Also, there's also like the 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 hard truth that Lana Del Rey, like, is 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 playing that up for success. Uh, success purposes because didn't didn't Lana Del, Del Rey like try like nine different personas before oh yeah I before did, yes. uh I... before like her current one stuck and like the dark moody thing was not what she was always doing yeah I forget uh I mean that's a story for a lot of artists though mm-hmm. I mean I mean Esty and Danielle Heim were initially in like some like teen dye your hair crazy colors kind of band or mm-hmm. whatever uh and katie perry i think was i think katie perry was initially like going for the gospel thing yeah I think, she, I think she was i think she was like a religious uh very religious type singer but then what happened kissed a, she kissed a girl oh and she liked changed, it changed uh, yeah not only did she kiss a girl I listened she to Teenage it. Dream by chance uh, th- over this past week, and that song just still, whew, it goes. One of the best uh, pop songs of the last however many years. It goes. Yeah. Teenage Dream, famously uh, written by, you know who wrote Teenage Dream? Uh, Alana Heim. Talking about... No. Talking about... Uh, uh cooper hoffman <laughs> oh not bad that'd be uh dr luke and max martin oh okay they wrote the it kelly clarkson dream team yeah nice i did realize you know what i felt good the other day i mean obviously the liking stuff that is done by mac by dr luke these days comes with uh some real hemin and han yeah um and I felt bad and confused about uh, Kiss Me More by Doja Cat because everyone's been doing like their best songs of 2021 thing. And I've, uh, I-, I used to make big playlists of like at the end of the year and I just didn't do that this year. And I was thinking, I was like, if I did, what songs would be on it? And the first one, like one of the best songs, one, two or three for me would be Kiss Me More, Doja Cat and SZA. And Doja Cat is like a big Dr. Luke artist, but he had nothing to do with that song. So if you have any reservations about uh, the legal battle with Kesha and the horrible accusations, you may listen to that Doja Cat song without worrying about it. Uh, I think this is the transition. I was going to say, speaking of of things that were probably a lot of people think that we're not allowed to like or... Just a checkered yeah. past. Yes. We, uh... What a weird episode. Let's review a Louis C.K. special. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we watched a Louis C.K. special for some reason. Um, and I, I'll tell you, it was pretty funny. Oh, no, it was very good. It, it was pretty funny. His, it's his best, uh, it's his best since, certainly since the the revelation. I always feel weird saying, like, since this came to light or whatever, because it sounds like you're kind of downplaying it. Like 
since the world learned that he was that's like, that's that, that's not even that's of, not even accurate though because like though those things were it was a very poorly kept secret for years before it was actually uh before consequences were actually handed out yeah yeah that was i mean so this is his second special it's called sorry it's his second special since All everything yeah. happened and uh his first special, I like very much hated. I I thought that like he just totally lost his way. I thought that he it was called sincerely, and he was he just was, like very, very defiant, angry, right? Yeah, 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 right. He was like angry and defiant, and I know like Jerry Seinfeld said something about how like so when when everything happened with him, he apologized for it and then like went away for a little and then came back and Jerry Seinfeld said something about like, I don't know if he's going to be welcomed back because the world likes to see a fall from grace and they like to see somebody like grovel Mm -hmm. and like really bleed as they come back. And he's not, he's choosing not to do that. He's just like coming back and being like, I'm I'm here. Deal with it. This happened. Now I'm here. And he's like, I, I don't think he was criticizing him. He was just saying, like, that's not how how society today likes it. They want you to be, like, they want you to, to apologize a million times. And they want half the people to say, well, we're not accepting your apology. And they want it to be this big thing and everything. But he came back and he was like, oh, you, if you, like, you guys don't like me, I'll give you something to not like. And he was, like, making... He's saying like not funny and like not smart things about like school shootings yeah, and shit. Yeah, he, like, like, he like made fun of the Parkland kids or the survivors and stuff. And yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was tough. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was like even if you wanted to support him in like a comeback type situation, you probably had a tough time with the uh, the previous one and. I I had I had known that, and that's why I had very low expectations going into the, into this one, especially because it was he sold it himself on his website. Which, like, not that there's anything wrong with that, but like Louis C.K. was like essentially the the king of comedy when for a while, like before all that stuff came out, he was on top of the world. Like he had his own show. He was he sold out Madison Square Garden th- like three times on the same tour or something. He was crushing it, and so like. The fact that he had all these deals in place and now he's resorting to selling his own material, it's you know, clearly still not fully back. Um But but I I I will have to fact check that. He did start though, you'll probably remember, like he started the model of just selling your specials yourself and like cutting out the middleman. He did have some Netflix specials, but he started doing the thing that I think Aziz Ansari started doing too, which is like just putting stuff out, like some stuff out yourself. So, I mean, he definitely like has to do this now because I don't think Netflix or HBO or anybody's champing at the bit to sell a Louis C.K. special. But like that is where he is now. Right. He's not. I don't think he's. I don't think people are like putting him up on billboards to say, "Yeah, hey, check out this Louis C.K. thing." My expectations were low, and I, I don't, I don't know what I expected heading into this special, but I definitely did not expect the first fifteen minutes to be about pedophilia. 
Like I so, was like, oh my god, he's just like really jumping in and going for it. Right. It's super dark, which he that's his thing. He's dark and obviously inappropriate and says horrible things, but it was it, it, it's done in like the the Louis CK way. Right. I was going to say it felt like vintage Louis CK. Yeah. I mean, he hits on I did think it was interesting that uh, a lot of I don't think that he's like doing this because of any Dave Chappelle discourse or anything, but uh, it's a very, <laughs> very pro trans set. Did mm-hmm. you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. Lo- very. <laughs> well, well, he, he sort of like waded into the waters where I was like wondering because there was at one point he was like, there are this many something or other and there's like 38 trans people in the world. Oh and yeah, so it, yeah was, and it was like everybody's everybody's taking time to consider uh, all trans people's feelings, and there are however many blah, blah blah, and nobody's considering them. But then he comes back and he does like a whole section about like how people should be embracing trans people more. Yeah, and how basically <laughs> they're doing it right. A, a very PG way of saying this is that like gender fluid and gay people are doing things right and straight people are uh (laughs) have a ways to go in in some measures that's a very clean way of saying that but um yeah his, his thing though of like discriminated communities that aren't considered was very funny yes yeah i thought the, he, i thought the whole thing was pretty good i mean there was some some parts in the middle that were kind of like slow and i was like all right move on but i mean the the whole 15 minute bit at the beginning was unexpected but it was very strong and his i was going to say the uh the goodwill hunting bit that he had was awesome yes the goodwill hunting thing was incredible and it honestly sounded like a brunch conversation it sounded like a much funnier version than a brunch conversation because it's all about how matt damon uh just wrote the movie and made will hunting the dopest character in the world and had all these cool lines and all and obviously like the the uh how about them apples scene and everything and i was like man this is a way funnier version than us just talking about how bradley cooper just made him like the hot troubled one in uh, a star is born it's uh i mean it's good i mean if you have your reservations about checking out Louis C.K. thing or if he lost you along the way, right. there's a million reasons to say, you know, I don't really fuck with Louis C.K. and that's fine. But this, but if you are, uh, if you have followed his work and you want to see what he's up to, I, this is worth jumping. Very in good work from him, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's, it's you, you were telling me, uh, you're telling me that like you watched it and, I think that you told me that you were going to watch it again because I told you to watch Fargo and you're just so defiant and not watching anything that uh, I tell you yeah. to. Uh, but I you, I, you watched it twice and I was like, I could definitely see myself watching this again. It was it was quite good. Yeah, the, the second watch was like a late night. I need to put on something that I don't need to see right now. Mm-hmm. Like it was, I didn't have the energy to start a new series. I have been, I've been really chipping away at movies though. I've been. I, I saw the Tender Bar. I saw Red Rocket. Did you see either of those? Uh, no, I did not. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Famously, I have have COVID. Nice. 
it's sad that like my, the first thing that I did once I broke free and was able to, uh, see people was, all right, I'm going to go to empty showings of (laughs) the tender bar and red rocket. I can't wait for you to see those movies though, because they're both good. Red rocket is great. Tender bar this week, Friday, I think comes out. Oh, it streams. Yeah. Yeah. It streams, uh, on Friday. So see that I saw Belfast. That's like getting some real best picture buzz. If that wins, what a bad year. Uh, you told me this week that, um, that, um, the power power of the dog, dog, power of the dog is getting best picture buzz. And I will tell you straight up, if that movie wins best picture, you're probably not going to hear from me for like, uh, two to indefinite amount of years because I am going to take an Olympic upset. Yes. I'm going to be upset. Uh, every year there, there's like at least one movie where a lot of people love it. I watch it and I'm like, I will tell you, I don't fucking get what anybody sees in this movie. And for 2021, that movie is power of the dog. That movie I thought was not whole. I don't want to say it's horrible. It did almost nothing for me. That's that's so fascinating. I haven't uh, I haven't seen it yet. I was telling you the other day that I was going to watch it, and you were like, oh, "Good luck with that, buddy. That movie sucks." And you that was the first. All I knew was that it was just getting insane reviews, and that it was a favorite for best picture. It's got like a ninety six or ninety five, ninety four, something like that that's on crazy. Rotten Tomatoes. But I don't doubt. Like I'm excited to see what I think of it. Because that happens all the time where there's like one movie that people are like, this is incredible, isn't it? And you're like, it's a movie. Yeah. It's like I've seen uh, I've seen a Blumhouse movie that I, I enjoyed more than this this year. Um, That's true. Yeah. It, and, per- or the, the Forever Purge, man. Yeah. And and I mean, this is a weak year for movies. We can we can be honest about that. And, and you know, I probably. Think, yeah. And uh I think that Pig is probably my favorite movie of 2021. Um, yeah, I Licorice Pizza, very, very close. It's probably a 1A, 1B situation. And then I also really liked The Harder They Fall. And then there's probably some stuff towards the beginning of the year that I'm also forgetting. But uh, not a not a not a really strong movie by any strong year for movies by any means. I mean, I, I'm Licorice Pizza one, and then Pig and. Uh... Pig, I would probably have ahead of Red Rocket, but I think that Red Rocket is really good with an incredible performance from Simon Rex, who I'm still wrapping my head around the fact that... Yeah, you've been doing a Simon Rex deep dive for like the past four days. I've been catching up, dude. I didn't know that Simon... All I knew from Simon Rex was that he was an MTV VJ, had not thought about him in 6,000 years, then learned that the Mickey Avalon, My Dick song... That I got into like a year ago for some reason. I never heard that song yeah, before. Just wild. He's on that. I was listening to that song in high school and dying laughing at how how fucking stupid it was. But like, yeah, for some reason I like have I have Simon Rex um, information in the back of my head. <laughs> like I knew that he was part of Mickey Avalon's like, crew. I was prepared for a Simon Rex conversation. It's probably because it's scary movie. Like I like scary movie when I was uh, when I was younger and in, in like high school and the, didn't know he was in that. that. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was in three of them, I think. And and uh, 
Like, I thought that he was hilarious in those. So I knew that he was part of making the Avalon's crew. I knew that, like, he had some uh, some addiction issues. I knew that uh, he... I did not know that he was an MTV G- VJ. You actually broke that news to me. Yeah, so that was the my part of, the, like, the that's, like, the my age kind of thing. And then I just missed all the other shit. I just sat it out. Once someone stops being a VJ, they're dead to me. That's not true. Famously, John Norris was that's on true, the podcast. Yeah. All um, right, uh... Oh, you want to go listen to, to Father Misty? I was going to say, yeah, we, we, we got Misty to listen All to. Right, we got better things to do. See you later, pals. We'll talk to you Friday. <laughs>